0: Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in Depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And guess what? It's episode number 50. What? Yeah. What? And and this is a good episode. It's kind of an anniversary, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's our 50th. It's our 50th. And that's very apropos because in this book that we just read, Reunion and Death. It's even Rourke's first anniversary. Anniversary. So it's so funny. um, On Instagram, you know, I posted about this. Heidi uh, was saying uh, Reunion is a definite favorite. There are so many milestone character and relationship moments. We see even Rourke go to Dallas and work through the feelings that brings up. We see some early Mira and Rourke interaction without Eve there. Oh. Peabody gets her first case as primary. We see Rourke and Eve celebrate their first anniversary in a scene that's actually perfect. Uh, among so many fantastic moments, I love Eve's reaction to Mira, fixing Dennis's cardigan buttons and who doesn't love Eve being loopy from being given drugs for her injuries. <laughs> all credit to Nora for the fantastic dialogue and banter. And I answered her back and I said, this is one of those where you kind of wonder if Nora just went, it's Eve and Rourke's anniversary. I am going to give a gift to the fans and throw in all the best things about this series. You know, because I mean, Fair enough, e- everything was thrown at this book yes i mean every yeah. single thing dana
1: actually said something similar on twitter where it said just listen to reunion again eve had just has one thing after another in this one sam drops his block Emmett farmer the airborne kid invaded in the shower The trip to hell it's blindsided in whitney's office the fist fest and
0: oh yeah the killer chick is on the loose
1: and to top it off the candy keep found her stash
0: again yeah Uh, it's it's just incredible like how much is in this book yeah um how many how many people just say are saying that it's among their favorites holly says i really enjoyed this one i love glimpses of cases early in dallas's career it almost goes without saying but i will the banter is top-notch uh, Michelle K said, great book again, lots going on. I laughed when Peabody's mom put the whammy on Eve and Rourke. It's a favorite of mine and the chase for Julianne is twisting, even going so far as Dallas and Italy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it just, it's so much going on in this book. So much. So much. I actually forgot how, I can't remember the last time I just read this book you know, all the way through. And I, I was like, first of all, I forgot how good the book is. The book's really good. Of all the books it's the really good. Is probably. Yeah. In my top 10.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. But
1: this is easily one of the, I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't like this book, you know? No, me either. Well. I'm sure we'll <laughs> find some when we yeah. review the reviews. But <laughs> right. I can't wait. I have never talked to anyone personally who did not like this right. book. Well, the other thing is that, because we keep saying like, um, this book has everything, this book has everything. It does, but it doesn't feel like too much. Right. Whereas sometimes we get mm-hmm. a book that we're like, this has everything, and it feels like it's almost too much and give Eve a fucking break. Yeah. Like, in this one, I mean, we're always like, give Eve a fucking break, no matter what. But in this one, when it's yeah. a lot, it's still like, yeah, it all makes sense. It all fits. I don't know. I... Yeah. I, I
0: I think this book is so delightful. It's yeah, really a perfect so- balance of, of everything. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. we love about the series. Definitely. So okay, let's get into it then. Um <laughs> now we left off the last series with uh Eve had, had gone to Rourke and said, Yeah, I, you know, the last few days or weeks or whatever happened a little bit too much, and we need to go to the villa in Mexico and have a few days of vacation. So um, they did that. They had a few days of vacation in the villa in Mexico and the second on a private Island. It's so nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Right. So, so yeah, she's had two weeks. This book is where I think the first time they mentioned the, the closet fairy.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Because she comes home and realizes how much new clothes she's got in her closet. And, you know, tells him that he's going to have to stop buying her clothes.
1: And isn't that the first time that he, like, actually brings out
0: new boots and was like, here you go. Yeah. And it's the first time he says, not that jacket. Yeah. But, yeah, new boots. And it. She, she acts like she has not had new boots ever. Well, yeah.
1: he said... Yeah. They're all broken in. He said they're a polite, that's a polite term for what they are.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel Eve there. Cause I, you know, I will wear hiking boots until they fall apart. And you know, because you find a pair of shoes or boots that are super comfortable and you don't care what they look like as long as they are functional.
0: Right. So she picks something new out of her closet full of new clothes and goes into work and again, this is the first time Rourke has kind of like helped her out dressing, you know, for the yeah. day, giving her the correct jacket or whatever. And you know, uh, Jen's favorite person in the whole series. She has a nice little uh, scene with him. Baxter. Yeah, yeah, my
1: boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a good scene. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Oh, are those earrings? I see you wearing. <laughs> Fucking sassy! <laughs> I just yeah. love how
0: he fucks with her. It's great. Yeah, and they're real pretty too. They're real pretty too. <laughs> so, and the other great thing about this particular, you know, when she comes back, is that um, she she is talking to. Well, first of all, Peabody's done an over, overhaul of her office. Yes. And had it painted and cleaned and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, Peabody says something about Eve's tan. And Eve said, yeah, you know, spent a lot of time in the sun. And Eve said, where'd you get yours? <laughs> Peabody's <laughs> like, oh, on <I'm> Bimini. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Must be nice to have a pal that, you know, her husband will just send you to Bimini. Right. I think that Eve is thinking that same thing. Like, right. Because oh, oh. Yeah, she's like, yeah. what?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. And again, of course, Peabody's like milking it. Yeah.
1: All this great stuff that I did. And Eve's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. am no. um, like naked monkeys half the time.
0: And Eve's, I don't want to hear about naked romping.
1: And then is Eve's problem. She tells people what she doesn't want to hear.
0: <laughs> right. We've already said that. As, as we have discussed.
1: Uh, which born. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so everything's cleared out. Eve, uh, Peabody's gone through all the files and everything and, and cleared everything out. So there's nothing to work on. So Eve goes through the cold cases and picks out a cold case that she finds interesting. And this is the case of Marcia Stibbs, who had been found submerged in her bathtub. And uh, she was found by her husband when he returned from an out-of-town trip. And it said, on the surface, it had appeared to be one of those tragic and typical home accidents until the ME's report had verified that uh, Marcia Stibbs hadn't drowned, but she had been dead before she got into the bath. So they're going to go take a look at this cold case. They're going to go question yep. Boyd Stibbs. So they question him and while they're questioning him, his new wife uh, comes in and they decide they're going to question her. The problem there is she came in and she looked very frightened when she yeah. saw them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so he's like, hmm, I wonder what she knows. Right. Uh, yeah, because it says outside in the hall, Peabody glanced back at as Eve strode to the elevator and said, she knows something. And Eve says, Oh yeah, she does. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then Eve, it says, uh, Eve pulled out the file disc out of her bag and held it out to Peabody. You should work it. And Peabody says, sir. And she says, work the case, Peabody Close the case. Um, so this is Eve giving Peabody her first shot at being primary. On a murder investigation. Aw, aw, precious. Yeah, he would probably kick our asses for saying off, but
1: well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she only ever threatens to kick Peabody's ass for saying worse things. So that's true. He was more bark than bite. Let's. That's, uh, true. that's like it is.
0: That is like very true. It, yeah, I mean, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when they get back to Cop Central. Peabody has two people waiting there for her. Um, her, well, if you know, Eve walks in and there's like a party going on in the squad room, you know, because well, yeah, Food. Peabody's Peabody's <laughs> parents have come visiting and they've brought all kinds of treats.
1: So <laughs> oh, <my laughs> So great! It's so, it's so great! Here, have a pie.
0: Well, not not Eve. Don't have a pie, Eve, because it's all yes. gone by the time you... yeah. <laughs> no pie for Eve. It's
1: really the most heartbreaking part of this entire book. Yeah, no pie for Eve. <laughs> kind of pie with that. <laughs> Exceptional. Exceptional. <laughs> literally one of the best lines ever. <sighs>
0: Love it. And, you know, so while they're talking, so Peabody introduces Eve to her parents and then while they're all talking is when Peabody's mom is like, kind of talks her way into having dinner at the mansion. Yeah. Yep. Peabody's mother says to Eve that we'd hope, I'd hope we'd have a meal together tonight with you and your husband. Cause we have gifts for you. Then she's <laughs> Mrs. Peabody. It's like Delia's told told us so much about you and Rourke and your home. It must be a magnificent place. I hope Sam and I have the opportunity to see it. And he's like, uh, I um, guess. sure,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, you can come see it. You know. And then after that is when a Peabody's like, you know. My mom has the power, the mom power to get you to do things you don't want to do.
1: I love that. I love it. <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's such a thing that Eve wouldn't it know is. about anyway. Yeah. It's, it's a real thing, man. It it is there, there are people yeah, that totally can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is not one of them, but I I have met yes. the moms that have the power.
0: Yeah, some moms do have that power. Indeed. Obviously. Phoebe Peabody has that power. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Very much so. And uh, so when Eve gets home that evening, she's kind of like complaining about her day at O'Rourke, even though what really, Eve, what is there to complain about? Right? You didn't do much. Calm down, (laughs) Lee. Be careful what you bitch about
1: because guess what's coming? Right? (laughs) Right,
0: exactly. Plus, you got a cupcake. I mean, you didn't get pie, okay, but you got a cupcake. A so cup yeah.
1: I mean, come on
0: now. <laughs> yeah, and so she tells him that, you know, he's got some explaining to do. I love that. he says, he, you got some explaining to do. Yeah, and he it says, you know, he just stretched out his legs, crossed his feet at the ankles. Ah, so how did Peabody McNabb enjoy Bimini?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Hello, Rourke. And she's, you're a real Lord Bountiful, aren't you? <laughs> well, yeah. Why not? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he likes Peabody and McNab, and he's got the money, and he's got the place on Bimini. They're not using it, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Agreed. <laughs> so yeah. So she tells Rourke about giving Peabody a case to solve. While they're having dinner with the Peabody's, um, Walter C. Pettibone is being murdered. But yeah, so they get the call during dinner that there's been a murder. So Eve goes over and starts investigating that murder and finds that um, Pettibone was uh, poisoned, that he'd been given a champ, a flute of champagne prior to making this big speech and once he drank it, that's when he died. Mm-hmm. She goes to um question the wife. And apparently this is this guy's second wife and she's yes. much younger and she, kind of a dit.
1: She's a ditz. <laughs>
0: um kind of kind of a dit. Kind of Miles. She is. She is. <laughs> Um she calls Petty Bone Bony. And so she's, you know, very upset about her sweet Bony. And her name is Bambi. Bony and Bambi. <laughs> yeah.
2: And
1: he's like, really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so What's wrong with these people? And I'm like, yep, I'm right there with her. Yeah. Like, Seriously? Come on.
0: <laughs> Jesus. And, you know, I mean, I, as a um, fan of the audiobooks, I really have to hand it to Susan Erickson for voicing this character because she does just an outstanding job.
1: Phony loved champagne. There was a sentimental and soggy sigh. It was his very, very favorite it really is quite fantastic. It's
0: very fantastic. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just the right voice that you would think for this character. You know, <laughs> the right amount of dits. It's just, <laughs> it's, you know. Awesome. Because um, she's saying, you know, Eve asks her where he got the champagne flute, you know. And she's saying from the girl, I guess. And then she's like, why would champagne make him sick? It never did before. <laughs> you know, like, well, and so Eve says, you know, what girl? And Bambi repeated, what girl? <laughs> <laughs> Patience. Eve reminds herself. Um, the girl that gave Pettibone this champagne. Um, oh, that girl, one of the servers. So they go back and forth. You know, she, Eve asks her, you know, after that, well, what did she look like? And, and Bambi says, who, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Eve
1: says, God, give me the strength not to bitch slap this
0: moron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: but yeah, she didn't recognize her. She's part of the wait staff. So she didn't, you know, she, she's apparently one of those people that don't pay attention to wait staff which is, you know, she goes and questions the catering company and the, yeah, yeah. Mr. (laughs) Marquis.
1: She's like, Jesus, who comes up with these names? Oh my God. It's like, I am, I (laughs) am Eve, I'm always, I'm like, I'm with you, these are some shit names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on some, somebody on his staff says. Oh, it had to be Julie Dockport, who is new to their staff, just joined their staff a a couple of months ago. And as soon as Pettibone collapsed, she left. Mm -hmm. So Eve gets a description and everything. And it's not until later on when she's at home and, you know, with Rourke and they're talking through it, that she says something about, you know, Julie Dockport and Rourke says like, oh, that not that funny? She has the same name as a women's penitentiary or whatever, a penitentiary out in Illinois. And that's when Eve realizes, oh, wait a minute, this is Juliana Dunn, yeah who apparently 10 years before she helped put this woman in prison for killing her husbands. Yeah
1: can i just can i just say she is probably in my top five favorite villains in the series yeah, oh, yeah. just because Absolutely. she's good she's just kill all the men i don't care men all suck gonna murder them all uh i mean <laughs> she's, so, she's freaking crazy but she's like. She's got a, she's got a way, man. I don't know. I love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a top 10 of your favorite villains, she's, she's got to be up there. She's up there. You know, definitely. I mean, she certainly is a a match for Eve because yeah, she was ahead of her, you know, all the way through. Yeah. till maybe the end. Well, right. Yeah. But, um, and she came up with some creative ways to thwart Eve, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah she's pretty smart yeah
1: she's one of the smartest villains eve meets yeah
0: yeah for sure so
1: and she's kind of fascinating
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah so they talk about that she realizes it's juliana dunn and they do a little bit of research i think on juliana dunn Mm -hmm. but then they decide to go to bed and as they're going to bed Eve says to to Rourke, oh, I didn't ask. Did the rest of the deal go okay with the Peabody's? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, yeah, fine. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're good. Go to bed. It's fine. Let's go to bed. It's good. You know, because she was (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, Peabody was worried because they have their little camper and they were planning on staying in their little camper and she was worried that they would get picked up and they need a place to stay. And she was hoping that Rourke would find them a hotel room. <laughs> and uh, I just love how he's like, Eve, do you love me? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I mean, and just something about what, you know, the way he's saying things. She's like, oh, my God.
2: What <laughs> is so wrong with you?
0: <laughs> God, I love it. And you know, I just love how Rourke is just also because she was telling him about like, uh, you know, people saying that that this woman's got some special like mom juju that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know. Yeah. No, and we he, don't have to worry about that. Yeah, then here's like, uh, I I don't know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> she put the wavy on me. I love it. <laughs> Especially since he was saying, like, I prided myself on knowing, you know, yeah. when there's a, a con going on. Right. Or a scam, you know. But this was like, I before I knew it, I was saying, sure, stay here. <laughs> So. Oh, it's so funny. I and love I just, it. Yeah, I love it. Because, you know, you don't really you rarely ever see Rourke kind of just very flummoxed by something yeah. like, I don't know what right. happened. Like, like, I don't know what happened. I have no idea. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah, and there they are. There they yeah. are.
1: <laughs> like one of the guest rooms. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, and it's yeah. not like, like he said, it's not like it's a big deal. Their house is like 400 right. yeah. I and mean, what's the big deal. But yeah. it's Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, next morning, you know, Eve goes for swimming again. We've said this before, like how people are just walking through her house and, Coming up on her swimming naked, you know? Yeah, why? Why does she do you that? You have guests. that You know you have guests there.
1: Stop <laughs> swimming naked. I know it's your own house, but come on. You, you know, swim naked <laughs> when you're there the by yourself.
0: Right? Lock the door. Or,
1: or lock the door. What are the two? What somebody that doesn't
0: like people to see her naked.
1: Yeah, she's kind of an exhibitionist.
0: A little bit. Yeah. Because you you got you know you have guests there yeah oh they're on they'll never come down here i mean mm. no.
1: well well <laughs> no
0: i've got news for you Miss peabody has a present for you and some croissants
2: <laughs>
0: so she's just gonna go on down there
1: <laughs> and some more
0: and you know, when we did our, our episode on gifts, this is one of my favorite gifts. I said that, um, just because of the way, you know, um, you you know, she explained, yeah, Mrs. Peabody explained, you know, the gift, what it was and, um, you know, that it was passed down from her great grandmother to her grandmother, to her mother. And Eve's like, you know, well then it shouldn't come to me, you know, it should stay in the family. And, and Phoebe says, you know, I am keeping it in the family, which I thought was very sweet. I love it so much. then later, and she put it on her desk because what else are you going to do with it? She put it on her desk. And then Rourke came in later and saw it and asked her what it was. And, and she told him and he says, um, she suits you. And, Eve says, yeah, that's me, goddess cop. <laughs> so she has, um, she has a briefing at her house. She's 99% sure that it's Juliana Dunn because she's got some video footage yeah, and she's yeah. comparing it to the latest right. photos that she ID photos that she has on Juliana Dunn. Right. So, um, so they're looking at juliana Dunn for this so later when she and peabody are in the field they are now talking about the case that she gave peabody and peabody it, you know it's it's just a, a good scene because peabody like kind of lays it out what what she's thinks happened with that case you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh you know eve's telling her like okay here's what you do you bring her in and you interrogate her and this is how you do it and blah blah and um peabody was just like you think i'm right you think she did it and eve's like oh yeah she did it
1: oh yeah she did
0: it so great (laughs) and Peabody's like you knew it the the minute she walked into the apartment you knew and and eve tells her it doesn't matter what I knew or what I know, it's your case. So what matters is what you know and getting her to tell you. And you know, Peabody's trying to get Eve to do the interview, but Eve's like, "Nope, you do the interview." You know. Um. So from there, they go to Pennybone's ex-wife's house mm-hmm. to question her, and I think it's pretty obvious that she didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. You know? But then later on, you know, I mean, Eve has to give a report to Whitney. And <laughs> as we said in the last week's episode, right? Like, Whitney's wife is, is called. Yeah. yeah. How dare she question my friend? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Anna, calm yeah. down, Anna. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Eve comes home a little while later after being chewed out by Whitney's wife
1: we're <laughs> <laughs> doing her job how dare, doing 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 job. Job.
0: How dare you <laughs> right
1: eve dallas how so
0: dare you um and they have sex in the shower of course you do they gotta do the thing they gotta do the thing this time they're doing the thing in the shower
2: <laughs> it's time <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and she's saying, like, next day that her and Feeney are going to go to Dockport and and interview people. But and this is and when, this is one of the things that irritates people with Eve. And I get it. Okay, her saying to Brok, like, we're going to take public transpo. We don't need your shuttles or anything. You know, we're just going to take public transportation, like regular cops. You're like, yeah. why?
1: yeah 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 do like not utilizing your resources is really poor planning like
0: yeah well not necessarily like, poor it, she's not planning it poorly no. she's purposely she's yeah like, she's not literally taking-
1: being being very i don't know she's just no. for no reason
0: it's, it's silly. Yeah, it is it so. is silly you know yeah and then it, it shows them on the transport later and they're both like miserable so and you're I mean, like well you know i mean that's what you get i suppose learn and your lesson eve
1: phoenix probably with the whole time like this is bullshit i know she could have avoided this
0: yeah <laughs> you know we could be on a private plane with champagne and <laughs> caviar right. or whatever he's got in there ham sandwiches what did he have when they went to ireland hand sandwiches yeah. uh, and wine think, and stuff like yeah, yeah you know why are we you know in this public transportation being squished between people and you know people's butts in our faces and yeah but
1: you don't have to
0: you don't have to Literally Stop have it. no
1: reason to to suffer through this <laughs> thank you
0: right yeah
1: yeah i yeah <laughs> Can I say there's a line in that scene that bothers me every time I read it? The Which line I- about um while they're on the transport, the okay. transport where it says something like the seats were designed for the narrow asses of 12-year-old anorexics.
0: Yeah, I mean that's, uh,
1: that's yeah, that's not a fucking joke, Nora. I'm sorry. I just I don't know. It just it's one of those things that bugs me yeah um it's like yeah that's kind of not okay don't say shit like that
0: yeah I mean again back in the day when we weren't really as as cognizant of saying stuff like that but yeah still
1: not okay Mm. so yeah I I don't know it just every time I read it it strikes me I'm like
0: yeah it it actually did me this time too and i don't know whether it yeah. did before but yeah this time for me i was like oh yeah don't well, say that
1: yeah that's not okay i mean if yeah. you want to say narrow asses of i don't know especially since eve is I asses of 12 year old boys because 12 year old boys all have narrow asses yeah you know, don't say
0: you know. You don't have to throw an eating disorder, but especially upstairs. since Eve is apparently very skinny. Yeah, not like huge. Right. So, so yeah, I don't know. why are you, I mean, you here's, know.
1: here's the bottom. Here's the bottom line: is that why are we commenting on people's bodies in the first place? Right. right. That shouldn't be happening. It's not productive for anyone. Yeah. No, I think I think that like AJ said, I think that this particular comment that was. You know melted into the story about the size yeah. of people i'm pretty sure that i've not seen anything like it really in a while no. no yeah and i know it was probably just meant as a you know flippant comment at the time but i don't know it just it's one of those things that just yeah fun. no no and i get it and and also like i would hate i would hate to like assume that like say if if this part of the story were. Maybe from like Feeny's point of view, and he were to sure. say something like that, while I'd also be like, "That's kind of rude, Feeny." When you'd be like that, yeah. that would make more sense. Just coming from a character who's just like, "There's not room for me." Like, come on, you know, that's yeah. a whole different feeling. But the dialogue of the storytelling there is uncomfortable, I think, yeah. because of the time that
0: yeah. it was written. Yeah, him. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's obvious that. Nora's kind of learned from. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't even want to call it a mistake because it's really not a mistake, but yeah, learn you know, yeah. learned to kind of grow with the times. Yeah. So, anywho, okay, little tangent there. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Ooh. I mean, we haven't had one yet, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. true. So, one of the people that they talked to is Maria Sanchez, who knew Juliana Dunn and yeah. didn't have a lot of great things to say about her. right but didn't want to say anything until eve promised her a conjugal (laughs) (laughs) which i love like i why how did she even think about that like wait a minute I, I, mean, I know a licensed companion. He knows somebody. I mean, there you go.
1: <laughs> oh, but she doesn't just get her somebody.
0: <laughs> right. She gets her the premiere. Right. But when she first oh, brings he. it up to Charles, she's like, Hey, do you know somebody? It's, right. it's Charles that says, like, oh, I'll take it. I'll do it. <laughs> Charles is no like big. I of and it. it's fine. He's and either- it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great to think about. Like not necessarily to think about him doing that, but yeah, to think about him doing that, like like it was no big deal. But yeah, you know, I'll go to prison and bang this woman. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good time.
1: Sure, why not? Interesting
0: cool. to say the least. It's a story yeah, to tell. I
1: have been to Chicago in a while. Let's I have been
0: to Chicago in a while. Let's go. <laughs> it'll be a great story to tell the grandkids. Wait a minute. No, no. tell the grandkids, but it'll be a great story to tell somebody.
2: <laughs> he told I mean, Louise,
0: and she didn't seem to mind. Louise so. is
1: like, oh, that's fine. Whatever.
0: <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah. You're doing your good deed for the day. Good for you. You know. So, um, Sanchez tells Eve about uh, Lois Loop, who was who followed Juliana everywhere and they always were together and they talked. So Eve questions this person, and uh, this person is saying that um, that Juliana talked about going to visit the Bone Man, which Eve assumed was Pettybone, mm-hmm. and asked, you know, if there was anybody else she had talked about visiting and this person said, Oh, you know, the sheep man and the cowboy and the Dallas dude. So of course, right away, Eve thinks Dallas dude, that could be Rourke. Right. I mean, she doesn't say that right away. No, but we know later that, yeah, she was thinking that. Yep. So she realizes that she's going to have to go to Dallas because that's where Julianna is from. And that's where her, Um, stepfather is from so she needs to go down and question him and she's not really she's not really feeling that she's a little apprehensive to go to dallas to say the least to say the least yeah so since she realizes that she has to go to dallas now she's feeling weird about it so she decides to stop by mira's house and talk to her about it a little bit and this i believe i mean we've seen mention of mr mira before you have never actually met him we've this never actually met
1: time him. Meeting him yeah you
0: know, and, first time meeting him yeah and it's the first time really that eve pays any attention to who he is you know yeah as a person and mr mira is so great because he's yeah. just like you know and eve's so uncomfortable because the first time he she's gone to mira's house so she's right. uncomfortable about that she's about to leave when right. he comes out several times, she's like, you know what? I'll just make an appointment. That's fine. I don't have to. And he is pulling her into the house. No, come on in. Come yeah, on come in. in. You know? so and I forgot. Are we supposed to do something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we're supposed to are dinner. we having dinner? <laughs> and he was like, I think I was mixing drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, the mind Still. wanders, drives Charlie crazy. <laughs> and, you know, Eve's trying to wrap her head around. Mrs. Mira being called Charlie. Yeah. So, her precious, yeah. No, he sees the wine. He's like, there's the wine. I was sure I brought it in. I'm sorry. Help me out. Are we having dinner? And it says he was still holding her hand and she could find no polite way to tug free. And he was smiling at her with such amiable confusion and humor. She fell just a little bit in love. And she says, no, you weren't expecting me at all. And he says, then what a nice surprise. I love
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) Right in the fields,
1: seriously. So right Right in the fields, I love it.
0: Just like goner, goner. I mean, who wouldn't be? Yeah, that is just adorable. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, absolutely. So yeah, so she talks to Mira about going to Dallas. She also wants to know about Julianna Dunn, but really, she needs to. She needs to get some reassurances from Mira about this trip to Dallas. There was, there's a scene where there's a part where when Mira first comes in and she and Mr. Mira are talking and she kind of absently like fixes his buttons on his sweater. And Eve notices yeah. that too. After this conversation that they have and Eve's leaving and Eve just kind of says, you fixed his buttons. You know, it's just something that Eve noticed. Yeah. This little moment between them that kind of, again, hit her in the feels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which, so. again, goes to show that Eve is actually a softie.
0: Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah.
1: 100%.
0: So once you get home, gets home, of course, Mavis is there with Leonardo and music oh, like is playing. You and go. <laughs> it's like...
1: <laughs> like non-stop.
0: Yeah, it's it's a non-stop party wherever uh, Mavis is. Basically. And yeah, the music is playing and Eve's already got a headache by that time and Mavis is like, you know, it's a party. We're gonna all go out and celebrate blah blah and no way to get out of it.
1: Yeah. I always feel like this this thing was just so much like read the room Mavis (laughs) and I love Mavis and I'm like yes we can celebrate but also like people worked all day or at least Eve did you know I don't know man Yeah, Yeah. I don't have a stressful job like Eve and I would be like can we maybe wait
0: till this weekend when I didn't work all day it's possible that Mavis (laughs) Jen's like I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut this whole time this whole conversation, I'm just keeping my mouth shut. That's Pretty the much. diplomatic thing to do. <laughs> it's, it's possible that Mavis has done the well, obviously, we know she's done this before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Knows mm-hmm. Eve comes in and she's maybe in a bad mood, she's not feeling well or whatever. And this is Mavis's way of kind of getting her out of that mood. And, and it's possible that's something that Eve actually really does need occasionally.
1: Yeah. I get that. I also think that you need to read the room. And when your best friend comes in looking the way she looked and obviously not wanting to do anything, that's when you let it go. And you say, okay, let's do it later. Let's do something this weekend.
0: Right. Or yeah. you know what? We'll take the Peabody's out so that you have a quiet evening at home. Here you go. So Eve is going to humor Mavis and actually go out. But she's still got the headache. Uh, so she goes upstairs so she can change. And while she's up there, Peabody's father, Sam, goes up there and tells her like, hey, I can help you get rid of this headache. And you have to feel bad for Sam because he really yeah. is just trying to help. Trying to help. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. she, he's he's a sensitive. He's going to, you know, draw the the headache out. But while he's doing that, he gets a flash and sees a, a flashback from when she was a child and her father was um, abusing her. Right, and it starts a whole, you know, obviously. Eve is panicked and she is feeling horrible because he saw this thing and you know but instead of saying anything to anybody she just like just leave me alone for the rest of the evening they go out anyway but everybody can see that there's some kind of weird thing in between Eve and, and Sam so when they come back that night Rourke asks her okay what's going on
1: yeah Kind of yanks it out of her. <laughs> kind of yanks it out of her. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. But she still feels weird. But it not, it's not only that. It's it's that. It's it's the whole trip to Dallas that's coming up. I think it's all, it's yeah. not just that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of it. the perfect storm. Yeah. It, yeah. The trip to Dallas that's coming up. And also, she also tells him that when she questioned this uh, loopy in, in prison, She mentioned something about the Dallas dude Mm -hmm. and that it might be him that Juliana is after. Yeah. And she knew exactly how he was going to react. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. Which is
0: typical Rourke. Like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, don't worry about (laughs) me. (laughs) He kind of kicks back with his brandy. Isn't that interesting? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Jack wagon.
0: He (laughs) really He really is
1: like, you know, let your wife worry about you every now and then, especially when you're obviously a target. Right. Just what she asks. I mean, yeah, I get him not wanting to wear, you know, have cops following him around and stuff, but, just you know, do do the bare minimum at least. Well, he does arguing. do
0: the bare minimum. Let's he be does, honest. but not without arguing first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do.
1: Yeah. I know. it's
0: Like their foreplay.
1: It is kind of
2: like the poor players. That's who they are. <laughs> <That's
0: good. laughs> because the next day he does give her his schedule. Yeah. She wants him to let Feeney go over his security, which he does. Yeah. So he does make some concessions to yeah. her. Yeah. And he does go with her to Dallas. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that this person said was the sheep man. And she's trying to figure that out. The sheep man and the cowboy. Yeah, she's pretty sure the cowboy is her. Is Juliana's? Yeah, yeah, right. Which she it wasn't. No, no. They figure that out later that it's not yeah. him. Although she, who knows, she might have gone after him. She might have gone after both. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. probably would have eventually. She probably would have. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's not necessarily this guy. Right. So as they're talking about this and Rourke's security and making some plans to go to Dallas and whatnot, a Henry Mouton is being killed by Juliana Dunn. Yep. And later... Peabody would tell Eve, Mouton is sheep in French, because Eve was like, What am I? I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I'm off chasing fucking sheep.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, how the fuck was she going to figure
0: that one out? Right. Yeah. You
1: know? Right.
0: Right. right. So,
1: again, it, Liliana is not an idiot.
0: No. But you have to wonder like, well, I don't know. I mean, she's talking to this woman in, in prison. Did she have some thought that at a certain point Eve would find the woman and talk to her and get I this mean, clue? And probably, probably, yeah,
1: probably. Cause she totally like, she knows how clever Eve is. Yeah, right. It's a yeah. fun game for Juliana, I think. Yeah,
0: for sure. Fucking psychopath. <laughs> she is a fucking psychopath.
2: She
1: really is.
0: Indeed. But yeah, I mean, really smart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's very smart. Yeah, like we said, she's one of the smartest ones that Eve has to go up against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure.
0: So they go back to Central and Peabody's telling Eve that she's ready to bring uh, what's the woman's name? i don't even know what the woman's name is
1: right we only know about marcia
0: maureen maureen Maureen, in for questioning and eve's giving her some advice and peabody tells her you know she wants to wait till eve gets back from texas so she has eva's backup just in case she screws up and eve says wait till i'm back but you're not going to screw up i don't work with screw ups <laughs> Which is, you know, kind of a nice backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: That's, I mean, that's even her tough love. There it is. Totally.
0: Yeah. So that evening is when she calls Charles and asks him to do the conjugal. Well, she doesn't ask him to do the conjugal, but she asks if him, him to ask
2: yeah.
0: yeah. And they're trying to find who who uh, Juliana's source for cyanide is. Mm-hmm. So she and Peabody are gonna go to the underground. You know, weird New York underground that apparently is the only a thing after the urban wars. So so yeah, they're gonna go to this weird underground area and this whole scene where they're going to the underground is just, you know, amazing. And this is one of those things that I was like, you know, cause they go to see this guy that she knows that has like a connection mm-hmm. and he's using this kind of weird uh, S and M machine. <laughs> and, you know, yes. the whole thing is weird. And, you know, I, the whole, the whole time <laughs> Again, I'm thinking about Susan Erickson reading this thing in a different way, but, you know, (laughs) how odd to be Susan Erickson and having to read this, you know, whole scene.
1: And this is one of her earlier books.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, what would she have been thinking during this? like? Holy,
1: She's like, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Right? This
0: lady's imagination is <laughs> yeah, off the charts. So the guy that they talked to, Mook, tells them about a doctor who had gotten disbarred, who had who was able to supply people with whatever they wanted, essentially. So, They leave there and Eve thinks, oh, I'm going to ask. So she's going to ask Louise to see if she could fill in some of the information. Right. When she gets back to her office, Nadine is in her office. Like everything, you know, again, everything happens. Everybody's making an appearance. Yeah. (laughs) It's just fun.
1: It really yeah. So It's perfect. This up, uh, this uh, book is definitely for the fans.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. for the fans. So, one thing she realizes that we didn't talk about at the beginning of the book when she comes back from her vacation was that the candy thief had gotten into her candy stash and had stolen <laughs> her candy from her candy stash. And for mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had filed it in her file cabinet <laughs> under, under M. M.
2: <laughs>
1: i <I'm> for mine <laughs> so uh,
0: so she's kind of on edge about the candy thief as well she yeah. goes into her office and Nadine is is there and the, it says the can, camera operator stood slouched in a corner munching on a candy bar and right away Eve's like where'd you get that candy <laughs> 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 and probably scared this person half to death Probably.
1: Right.
0: Well, she tells Nadine that there's a 50 50 chance Rourke is a target. I don't, why, why would she tell Nadine that? Why would she tell her that? Yeah. yeah. That she knows yeah, she, that. I mean, that's a good question. I don't know why she would, other than. Because it's not pertinent information. It's not something no. she needs to know. No. And it's something they didn't really want Juliana Dunn to know that. They Unless heard. it's, well, she told Nadine she wanted it off the record. Right. But so I have a feeling it was more,
1: okay, Nadine, you need to get this out as much as possible so that you can help me. Right. I think that maybe was her thought process there.
0: Yeah. Maybe like, yeah, this is, this is what's going on. And this is why I want to do this interview and yeah, you've got to help me look, you got to spin this the right way. So it pisses her off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, they do this interview where she's like, Juliana Dunn is a failure of the system to identify an active threat and separate that threat from society, blah, blah. Which does kind of piss yeah. Juliana Dunn off. Yeah, so she goes home. Yeah, she has this. She sees Sam and Phoebe, like, making out on her front lawn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cool guests just make out in their front lawn
0: well you know i mean they're free agers so i'm sure they make out everywhere
2: everywhere
0: right so um and phoebe knows what's up too because she leaves them alone so that they could have a little discussion about what's going on and they kind of come to an understanding And I feel again, I feel bad for Sam because, you know, now he knows this and he he says, I'm not a violent man. But, you know, he wishes he could do something about what had happened to Eve. Essentially, I wish I could do what any father should do. And he says, but when I look at you, I see strength and courage and purpose beyond anything I've ever known. I see my daughter's friend, a woman I trust with my child's life. I know you're going back there tomorrow. Rourke said you're going to Dallas. I'll pray for you. And she says, does anyone manage to stay pissed off at you? And he says, Phoebe manages it for short spaces of time. (laughs) So right after that, we get this really fantastic Eve Somerset scene. Yeah. Dirk. where Yeah. Yeah. So, you say, you know, well, when she walked inside, she saw Somerset polishing the newel post. And, you know, obviously, I mean, clearly, he knows she's home. Yeah. <laughs> right. She, he is yeah, waiting he there. He's purposely waiting there. Yeah. For her to come home.
1: <laughs> Such a yeah. shirt to polish the banister like a dick.
0: <laughs> right. oh, she's coming in the door. In. She's coming in the door. Let's start polishing. oh didn't see you there (laughs) so yeah yeah. yeah, they have a little you know and then she realizes that it's her shirt and then they have a little tug of war (laughs) where she's like give me my goddamn shirt you pruney skinny ass cockroach (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah
0: yeah And he's all like, "Well, this may at one time, very long ago, have masqueraded as an article of clothing. It is now a rag." <laughs> Somerset, you dick, dick.
1: You know that's hers. <laughs> Fucking stop. <laughs>
0: Come on. And then you know they tug at it and then manage to rip it in half. He's like, "Those two rags." No, <laughs> it's two rags. Wait and. Come on! but when she storms upstairs he says to the cat there now isn't it nice to know the lieutenant will go off on this difficult trip in a good frame of mind
1: <laughs> isn't it nice to know that all i have to do to set her up in the right direction is to piss her off a dick. yeah oh.
0: um, and so she goes up and she's complaining to Rourke about it and he and and he says something about Somerset packing her bags, and she said, "You know, why the hell did you let him pack for me?" And you know, Rourke says, "Because you're a miserable packer." <laughs> I mean, yeah, not long. And, and then she's right? like, she she says, "I bet he sniffs my underwear." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: no,
1: probably not, Eve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, probably I- not. And then Rourke said, I saw you made up with Sam. And Eve says, he was so busy beating himself up that I had a hard time getting a shot in. And Rourke says, softy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: we know the truth, Eve.
0: We do know the truth. We know the truth. <laughs> so they talk a little bit about this guy that Oh, that she tells him that she had to call in to Louise about this guy that she thinks is supplying uh, Juliana with her cyanide. Right. And then Louise calls. And I, you know, I just love Louise because, you know, she's. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) She just doesn't give a fuck. She really does.
1: (laughs) Really does not. I love it.
0: Because, you know, I mean, and. She asks, uh, Is Dallas available? I have some information for her. And Rourke says, Right here, overworking. I'll <laughs> see you soon, Louise. Best to Charles. And she's like, I'm sure giving him mine. <laughs> okay, well. Okay.
2: Hey. Cool. Go, girl.
1: Eve, Eve loves to hear about people's sex lives. Keep that
0: up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Keep it up. It'll be great. It'll be yeah. great. So, um, she tells Eve that she heard of a guy named Eli Young, uh, who was a doctor and then he got kicked out of, you know, got kicked out of the club, got kicked out of the club. And, you know, Eve kind of already knew about this guy. She had a few people on the list that she was looking at, but this was just confirmation for her. Right. And then... (laughs) Eve's like, listen, I tapped Charles for a favor today. And she's all like, oh, the conjugal at Dockport. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. She does not give a fuck, Eve.
1: She's like, this is this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend's <laughs> like with other women for a living. It's fine. It's
0: fine. I mean. Yeah.
1: Listen, the way that Charles's apartment is described, clearly it is a nice line of work. Okay. I mean, clearly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So now that she knows specifically who the doctor is that's supplying or, you know, more than likely who the doctor is, she decides to go and pay him a visit. And of course, she finds him dead. Of course. Um, And it doesn't, you know, I mean, Nora, I, I obvious this happens and I'm like, this is realism and i get it and thank you nora for putting some realism here but she's like he's like oh my god we've got a bloater yeah (laughs) honestly i don't i don't want to hear about (laughs) you know um but they kind of surmised that juliana had gone to him and had had sex with him, and then killed him with the cyanide that the guy gave her and then just left him there Of course she did.
1: She's real classy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So classy. Yeah. You know,
1: she's not just a murderer. She's a classy murderer. That's
0: right. Hmm. So the next morning is when they're going to Dallas. So there's some, you know, there's just a whole great scene of them driving through Dallas, which, you know, is nothing but pastures and cows. Sounds terrible. Is not Eve's favorite. No, she's not into it. You know. (laughs) And Eve's dislike of cows is brought to the
1: forefront.
0: (laughs) And Rourke keeps telling, just think steaks, darling. I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "Uh uh-uh, that's just creepy. Exactly. (laughs) Come on, man.
1: I feel like for some people that is exactly what they need to be told to think of. I mean, I not not necessarily me. I'm just maybe, I feel yeah.
0: like that's probably a way to
1: get people to. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and
0: yeah. then they're like getting closer to the farm, and and they're seeing, you know, farm stuff. <laughs> farm stuff.
2: Farm, farm stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can uh, tell who's a city girl <laughs> um, so. uh
0: yes yes enough. i told you that i live right next to horsetown usa that's true i've seen that's some true. cows and You've horses and
1: i know what they look like
0: i've
1: been pretty close to them you have been yes i'm sure you know what they look like i've
0: actually seen them in real life okay l.a. L.A. County has a fair. <laughs>
1: there's,
0: there's a fair at L.A. County. <laughs> a country I fair. I
1: really doubt that the L.A. County Fair is anything
0: like the county fairs
1: here in Michigan. I'll guarantee that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're going to have to come out for an L.A. County Fair sometime and see. We'll have to yeah. see.
1: Yes. So I mean, you see one cow, you see them all. So if they have one cow in LA County and six thousand in whatever county you live in, at least they all (laughs) look the same. I mean, I can I can drive to work and see cows everywhere. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: I used to be able to do that. As we said, you know that California cheese made somewhere. somewhere.
1: You go ten miles any direction and what,
0: what was the look, look? <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: you have a point.
0: <laughs> California has cheese. California does have cheese. Oh, don't is- even get me started on the California fucking cheese.
1: Okay. California is an agricultural like landmine of amazing things. I I, just I, get, I get a little irritated by the California cheese. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Wisconsin. I hate on California, Jen. Wisconsin is where the cheese comes from. I mean, cheese can come from lots of places, but yes, it is yeah, very good but come on. Don't try and take our thing. You guys have your thing. Don't try and take our thing. All right, Michigan. She's like, <laughs> Wisconsin. I'm like, girl, hold on. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's Wisconsin. I'm very, protect- I'm very protective of Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. Okay, well. <laughs> They're very much a Michigan ally. But <laughs> me. <laughs> I love all the Great Lakes states except Ohio.
2: That is fucking great.
0: Bring oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I like Ohio too. Anyway, so Eve on a farm. Anyway, we're only about halfway through the book. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So Eve on a farm. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite parts is, you know, they're on the farm and, you know, or they're driving through. And Eve is all like, what's that guy doing? And (laughs) Roy's like, he appears to be riding a horse. She's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I can see that, but why? (laughs) And Rourke says, oh. I have no idea. Perhaps he wants to. And she's like, see, sick. People are just sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a big horse rider myself, so I could I could see your point there. I mean, I don't know that I would refer to it as sick. No, I don't think I No, I, re- no, I know mind. for sure. It's not sick by any means. Yeah. I just, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I've ridden horses maybe twice in my life.
0: Yeah, and when they get out of the car, you know, they're. she's like, what's that clacking sound? And he's like, I, even, I think it's chickens. And she's like, Christ <laughs> almighty, chickens. <laughs> if you tell me to think omelets, I'll have to hit you.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, he's just trying to help her out here. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know. Um, so they question this dude and he's telling them, you know, all about what happened. Yeah, the guy tells them all this whole story and also tells them that he wasn't her first. Right. Which I think is probably the first time Eve had heard that. Right. And that at the time she had she had been with another kid her own age. Right. Who is now his ranch hand. Yeah. The one comedy relief we have here in this uh interrogation of this guy is that he's figured out pretty quickly that eve's got a phobia of all things farm you know
1: all things farm all
0: things farm so when they say they're gonna go and talk to this guy Chuck Springer somebody tells him oh he's out in the east pasture and uh this guy Parker he says like nice ride out there could set you (laughs) up on a nice gentle hack and she says to him i'm gonna pretend you didn't just threaten the police officer
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then rourke was like you know he asks uh, rourke if he rides and rourke says i have and he's like what
1: <laughs> the things you learn when did like, this happen like tell you eve yeah right what good would it do do? you would just make fun of him and try and figure
0: it out and so why but why you know you would think it would have come up in in conversation or during one of their you know vacations to mexico they're on the beach isn't that something you do in a romance novel you get mm -hmm. horses and you ride on the beach Right. Uh, you know, I mean, he I guess. has horse property. I mean, tells the guy I've got horse property. I'm looking for unless that was just something that he said to to take. No, you know, in the first book, he
1: mentions that he has a ranch in Montana.
0: Right. That's so. True. Why should it be surprised that he's been on a horse? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but and it's just not something that
1: he would pay attention to, I guess. Unless. Right. I don't know. I, I don't I'm, I don't I'm not surprised that she's surprised by it. That's, okay. Because right. again, uh, she doesn't she doesn't care about that kind of thing. So i right. not going to bother telling her. Right. Right. You know, that's not something when you're just hanging out and being like, oh, hey, I've been on horses before. How about you? <laughs> I mean, I've had divorces know. before, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, she didn't even I mean, know he yes. was Catholic until they'd been married six months. For crying out loud, there's a point. Well, that's that true. They, yeah. Okay. I mean, come on, you can't expect them to tell each other everything, <laughs> right? I
0: guess. So. <laughs> then there would I be guess. nothing to discover later on in the series when it's right. When your anniversary. Right. One year anniversary. Exactly. So so anyway, this guy, uh, Chuck Springer, is telling Eve all about his relationship with Juliana, who did some really creepy stuff. And this guy kind of didn't necessarily reject her, but he was like, you know, she's too clingy. And there are other girls around. So, yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of. not that into you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And. So he broke it off with her and she went, you know, crazy on him. Yeah. And she started screaming about how she was going to get her stepfather to have his father fired if he didn't get back together with her. And she's so gross. I guess this guy's mom stepped up and kind of like slapped her back. Yeah. slapped Juliana back which had to have pissed juliana off oh, oh God, yeah yeah you know and then he said i never really talked with her again that she came up to him once when he was out with a girl and said insulting things about a sensitive part of his anatomy <laughs> this poor precious guy
2: yeah, i know <laughs> i so so,
0: feel so,
1: so bad for him
0: yeah um, it says, once I found a dead skunk in my bed, had to figure it was her. And he said, "The night before my wedding, she called me, said she wanted to give me her best wishes.
2: Uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, but it's, so but it's the way she said it, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: she was telling me to screw myself. So, uh, and it says this past Valentine's day, I got a package. There was a dead rat inside. Looked like it had been poisoned. It's just creepy. Just yeah. creepy stuff. Yeah. Creepy. So later on, she's kind of breaking it down to Rourke and basically says she went after a boy her own age and he stopped wanting her before she stopped wanting him. Then his mother stood up to her, two slaps, and that's intolerable. Yeah. So she's she's figured out that really Julian is fixated on this guy. You're right. So they leave there and they decide to go to downtown Dallas and kind of look around. Yeah. And this whole thing is just pretty. It, yeah. Heart wrenching. Really? Yeah. It, yeah. It's so it's, hard. Yeah. It's so hard to read. Yeah. Every time. So before anybody says like, well, how'd they know what hotel, you know, um, he says, Rourke says to her, we can drive to the hotel and let this go. Um, or we can go back to where they found you. You know where it was. It's in your file. Right. And she says, did you, did you read my file? And he says, yes. And she said, did you do anything else, run any searches? And he said, no, I didn't because you wouldn't want it. But that's how they know where to go, yeah, where to go, because yeah. it's, right. everything's in her file.
1: Well, the hotel wasn't in her file because they didn't know where she came from. But she she knew because she saw the sign outside the the window.
0: She right, knew but I feel call. like that's probably going to come up as a as a criticism. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, probably. But also, the whole thing about well, how did she know? She was only eight. How did she remember? I mean,
1: certain things are definitely. Yeah, wrong.
0: I mean, I but, could I get that. Yeah,
1: she can read. Eight year olds can
0: read. <clears throat> right. How'd she learn to read, Jen? It's true. <laughs> You're like, okay. She made the comment that so she could read some. She could read a little. Right. Which, so. again, that surprised me because Yeah, didn't know who to, who taught her. Did they teach her?
1: Mm-hmm. No idea.
0: I don't know either. Yeah. You yeah. No. Um, maybe she taught herself. Maybe. Yeah. She could have, you know. And I yeah, mean, maybe. maybe it is possible that he, that, richard taught her because for some reason he thought it might come in handy maybe yeah i i don't know um so we also but again we also find out that rourke hasn't looked any farther into her past than what she wanted him to yeah so please stop
1: saying that he has he's made it very clear that he hasn't several times
0: I think, I'm a he had. A I, think I was a he had person. Group.
1: Were you? Oh, that comes up all the time on the Facebook groups. And I'm like, I don't think he has.
0: But it's he's very made very it clear.
1: clear. He's made it very clear multiple times now that mm-hmm. he never looked beyond what he needed to look at. So.
0: And he didn't <clears> even need to look at that.
1: No. No. No, he didn't. But I mean, I can see where his would be.
0: Well, you know, I, when they first, I mean, she looked at his file. When they first met, right? And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's gonna look at that, but I don't necessarily see him digging because she wouldn't want that. So no. So yeah, I don't. No, no. he wouldn't. Huh? No, I said no. He wouldn't. Oh yeah. I mean, and he even like, obviously, you know, we we learn more in a couple more books, but like, he goes out of his way to make it very clear to her he would love to learn more and punish the people who did and all of that when we get into Divided or whatever. Right. It's very clear that this is all very important to Rourke and that he struggles with his, his need to respect her wishes and her past because of how much he loves her. And I think that right. that's what makes Rourke extra fascinating in these books here. Yeah. Because if he didn't have any of that control
0: he would just do what the fuck he wanted. Right. And, right. Because it seems like somebody that just does whatever the fuck he wants.
1: Yeah, right? in general, he does. But she's
0: she's Eve. And she's yeah. 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 Any other circumstance he would have probably done it.
1: Oh, absolutely. But yeah, he he doesn't because it's Eve.
0: Right. Which is why we love him. Yes. So yeah. So they go to the place where she was found and they they oh. look there in the alleyway where she was found. And she has a flash that the, where they were staying, there was a lighted sign out front and it said Casa Diablo. Mm -hmm. And she asked him if he could find it. And he said, if that's what you want, yes, I can find it, which he did. And it's, he's saying it's called the travelers Inn now and it's fucking three miles from here. So, you know, he's already getting like, yeah. You know, In you know, he says, I'm with you, but by Christ, Eve, it's punishing to know you walked all that way, hurt and hungry and lost. And she says, is that why you went alone when you went back to where you would lived in Dublin? Because you didn't want to share that punishment with me. And, you know, he says, yeah, give me a bit of room, would you, for wanting to tuck you up safe when I can manage it. So, yeah, they find the hotel and they go in. And she's really scared. She's like, if this was the job, I'd just do it. I'd just go through the door. And she's telling him, like, don't let me back out of this no matter what. Right. And she remembers the room number because it was 911. Yeah. And right. so Rourke puts on the scary Rourke and goes mm-hmm. up to the poor reception desk and asks for. Room 911, and they try to give him a different room. And he's like, We need room 911, and then calls for the manager. And then the manager is basically, you know, tripping all over himself to accommodate him. Eve says to him, He's wondering if we're going to go up there for some quick sex. You don't own this place, do you? And he said, I don't know, but he's certainly wondering if I'm going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they go into the room and she's having all kinds of flashbacks and he's just, you know, essentially devastated by the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And again, yes, this whole entire passage oh, is just so hard to read. Yeah. Really hard to read. So they get back to the hotel, their hotel, and she's going to go take a shower. And it says she, was, she had a sudden desperate need for floods of hot water for waves of clean fragrance soap. And he's saying she'd shower, he thought, with water that was brutally hot because once she'd been forced to wash in cold, which, I, you know, again, it's just horrible.
1: It's horrible. horrible.
0: And then, you know, conveniently, their manager's suite has a workout room or a workout area right there, which I think is pretty andy it was right
1: that that works for me
0: you don't have to go to the i love it hotel gym yep he can just pull down a speed bag speed bag and go at it yeah until his fists are bruised and bloody and you know then they have sex (laughs) because
1: because it hasn't happened for a few pages so we need to take care of that (laughs) It's tenderly. They have to do the thing tenderly. I know, yes. They have to yeah. do the thing, but this time it's tenderly. <laughs> well,
0: yes, they have to because you know it's I mean, been a day. Yeah. It, it has really been, been a, day. a day. So when they get back to New York, it says Eve asked for and was granted a quick meeting with Mira. And she kind of told Mira that her impression was that Rick was training her mm-hmm. to sell her to other men, which Mira already kind of suspected. Right. Then Mira asks if, because, you know, Eve says that it kind of screwed with Rourke too, to be there and see all that. And Mira asked oh, God, if, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mira asked if Eve would like her to talk to Rourke and Eve said, yeah. Um, so, then it, it talks about Eve going back to her uh, office and standing at her window like she does and contemplating things and blah blah. And the next thing we see is Juliana Dunn in an office across the street with some uh, what do you call those binoculars? Binoculars and watching her. I'd be really good at like charades or you know like what. But, you know, because I can't ever think of the I'll word, I can do that. Yeah.
1: Words are hard.
0: Words are hard.
1: Words are definitely hard.
0: So, Juliana's been camped out at this office right across the street and watching Eve this whole time. Um, and so, but this is part of Juliana's plan because when Eve leaves for the evening, Juliana is ready for her yes she, she has peabody with her she eve has peabody with her yes and when they they are in stuck in traffic some dude comes up to their car and starts supposedly wiping the windshield but it's making the windshield dirtier so that eve can't see and so uh, <coughs> eve gets out of the car to deal with that guy and sees juliana because is. That's part of the plan. Right. And she'd already told this guy to keep Eve there however he has to do it. And so when he's about to take off after Juliana the guy, you know, smacks her in the face and right. sends her flying. So she gets beat up a little bit by this guy, but she manages to get up and go after Juliana and Once she does that, she gets tackled by some guy on a skateboard. Some kid. Yeah, it is brutal. Apparently, Juliana had told this kid that they were going to be shooting a video and they needed him to stop this lady with his skateboard. Poor kid.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, you feel bad for the poor kid. Yeah. But because he was just so excited about, you know, wow, that looks so real. (laughs) <laughs> Looks so good. It looked real, right? Man, you flew. Yep. I slammed into you just like I was supposed to. And Eve's like, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: <Little> <laughs> <shit>. Come
0: on. <laughs> you know, I mean a uh, Peabody went after Juliana, but right. she couldn't catch her. Yes. So Eve gets good and beat up in this scene, which is exactly what Juliana wanted. And so Peabody calls the MTs Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are trying... Displeased? Yes,
1: (laughs) to say the least. To say the least. How dare you do something helpful? (laughs) Right. God, it's so inconvenient.
0: (laughs) It is really inconvenient to have to deal with MTs, you know. And not only that, then Peabody had called Rourke and, you know, Rourke comes in and he takes care of the situation. He has them give her a pain blocker. <laughs>
1: Those things are always funny.
0: <laughs> right. You know, she he says to the to the MTs, she needs something for the pain. And she starts to say Rourke. And he's like, do you think I can't see it? And then says, be a brave little soldier, darling, and let the nice M.T.s do what they must. If you're very good, I'll buy you some ice cream. And she says, I'll kick your ass for this. <laughs> yeah. So once the the uh, pain blockers start to work on her, then, yeah, that's. That's the. Those are the best moments, you know. They are. They're so great. <laughs> he's telling him, "Think you're so smart," and then says that her body and mind began to float. But you're more pretty, so pretty. <laughs> and he's like, "She won't give you any more trouble."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool.
2: Hey Peabody, you got no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh good stuff
0: right yeah runs. <laughs> no the best part is that they go home and then Louise comes in and she has the ice cream oh my god right because Eve
2: and
1: Louise are also this person <laughs> yes exactly I freaking love Louise in this yeah she kills me oh she's so great I love it. She's just like, all right, stand up. Yeah. Okay. If you want to stand up, sure. Sometimes you just got to show them, man. I've been there. I've done it. Yeah. Like, okay. Get up and run if you think you can. Right.
0: Oh, maybe I can't.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Sit down. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Eve wants the ice cream and, and Louise says, you'll get it after you After I give you your examination, and Eve's like, I already had an examination, and says, saying nothing. Louise scooped up a spoonful and slipped it between her own lips, (laughs) and Eve's like, okay, okay, geez. (laughs) So I just love how Louise just knows, like, okay, well, you know, sure. If you don't want this ice cream, I'll eat it. (laughs) She gets up and to to take a shower, and she sees herself for the first time and she's you know shocked which you know yeah
1: like maybe I understand why everyone is looking at me the way they are right exactly I love that I love the line though from Rourke where she's who says common sense but since when have you ever listened to that particular individual
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I am like oh I love that yeah and Eve says, when I take her down, she's going to pay for this. And she won't look so fucking pretty when I toss her in a cage. And Rourke says, girl fight. Can I watch? <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, right. Stop, Rourke. Just stop. <laughs> so she goes into the shower and he's going to stay with her and watch her, which is not a big deal. I mean, he's done no. that a million times. But then e- and Louise comes in. <laughs> and he's all oh your patient's up and about and louise says so i see louise walked around the enclosure how are you feeling this morning and it says eve let out a yip spun around her wet hair dripping in defense she crossed one arm over her breast jesus come on and you know L- louise is like let me point out that i'm a doctor i have already seen you naked and i'm also a member of the species that has the same equipment you know, but I'm with Eve. Like, I don't care. I'm trying to take a yeah. shower. Like, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. I I mean, I would have been a little irritated that Louise was
1: there, but then it's it's after this when Peabody and McNab start wandering in, and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, seriously? Get out!" Especially McNab. It's bad enough that Peabody just strolls in, but then right. she's like, "Oh, she's in here, McNab." I'm like, "What are you doing?" don't tell me Nat she's gonna shower so he comes in and yeah come on in she's fine like oh my god what are you thinking Peabody come on there's like everyone just like super comfortable this it's basically like we all live here now I don't know man right yeah. kill me
0: <laughs> oh. and one of the best lines of the whole book I'm fit to kick righteous ass if one more person sees my tits this morning <laughs> so she has a little meeting with her team um, because they're going to I think they figured out that she was surveilling and they figure out that she is in an office that's being um, rented out by a company called daily enterprises justine daily proprietor and she's like I figured it out figured it out well I mean you know her own
1: initials and stuff um, right.
0: Yeah. So and, I, you know, obviously, Juliana knew that they were going to figure it out because by the time they get to that office, she has rigged it with explosives, which they managed to.
2: <laughs> She's like, oh,
1: wait a second. Maybe we should think about this.
0: Yeah, exactly. And once they get in, there's flowers. And a note that says, with best wishes for your speedy recovery, Juliana.
1: Super rude.
0: And then, you know, she left a disc of a video that she made for Eve, where she, you know, basically is telling her her whole plan, her, you know. Because she's so freaking cocky. Well, you know, I mean, all supervillains do this, correct? Yes. <laughs> they all do yeah. this. But she also tells Eve... She has killed a guy in Denver at the Mile High Hotel, Suite 4020. His name is Spencer Campbell. And sure enough, they go off to Denver. And they're doing a lot of traveling in this book, too. So much traveling. Doing a ton of traveling. Not only is everything happening, they're doing a ton of traveling. They just got back from Texas. Now they're going to Denver. Feeney and Eve go to Denver. Rourke has meetings because he has to get work done sometime. Right,
1: because right? he's too busy doing
0: Eve's work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then he gets a visit by Mira, who talks to him about everything that happened at in Dallas. And that's kind of a nice little scene between.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah, because you know, I mean, he's he's one of those. Like, you know what? I mean, yes, it was bad, but I can deal with it because I'm a dude or whatever. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys. Then. Mira says, all right, I'm sorry to have interrupted your day. I won't keep you any longer. And then he starts to go, bloody hell, what's the point of spilling my guts out here? What good will it do? And Mira's like, okay, well, let's just sit back down again because clearly somebody (laughs) needs to talk. Yeah, it's just a nice. Well, a nice moment between him and Mira. And, you know, I mean, he did need to talk about it. Yeah, God did he. (laughs) Yeah, so, and, you know, it's just really it's really been hard on him. So I also
1: just appreciate the choice to like bring, bring Rourke's feelings and Rourke's reactions into this. And obviously using Mira to do it is the correct way, but, you know, just recognizing that, that the way that Eve responds to her trauma also affects Rourke because of how much he loves her. And also he has his own trauma and being able to, I think, be a, a defender for her has helped him heal
0: right yeah so eve is thinking about what uh juliana's next move might be and she comes up with this idea that juliana is probably wanting a spa day by this time
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah because yeah take a break from killing all the men
0: yeah well go get a go get a scrub yeah it is hard work I mean, yeah. And she figures that Juliana would use someplace out of the country because it's fancier, I guess. Right. So she's got some runs going on, you know, where the most likely places would be that Juliana would use for a spa day. And while those are running, she goes over to observe Peabody questioning marine stips, which actually goes pretty well. Mm
1: mm-hmm. It's a great scene. It is.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because uh, McNabb is there too. So both Eve and McNabb are watching this thing and McNabb is kind of taking clues from Eve. Like, you know, did (laughs) she do okay here? At one point Eve was like, no, no, you don't want to do that. And McNabb was like, what is she doing something wrong? You know? (laughs) So Eve has McNabb, uh, give her his pocket PC or whatever, and put some notes in it for, uh, Peabody and tells him like, give this to Trueheart. tell him to give it to Peabody and Peabody gets her rhythm back and manages to get Maureen to confess to the murder of Marsha. Yeah. So, uh, so Eve kind of compiles all the information she has so far and goes up to have a meeting with Whitney and let him know where her investigation has been going. And she walks into Whitney's office, and who does she see sitting there but Rourke? Mm. Oh, Rourke. Yeah.
2: Dumbass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: not a, a good
0: one. Yeah, I mean, why he thought this was okay is just, I... Especially after the last time in her reaction. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, dude. Come on, Rourke. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah. So, and, you know, this is, this is, I, I always remember have, there was, there were, you know, discussions about this on the forum. Like yeah. Whitney saying to her, um, this office is not a place for your marital disagreements. Cause she was yelling at Rourke and you're like,
1: uh. You're made the place, Jack Wagon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like,
1: yeah. how did you expect her to react? Come on. Yeah. Come on, Whitney. You're smarter than that. Yeah. Like, no. Dumb
0: <laughs> they're all being dumbasses. They're
1: they're just being dumb men right here. Like yes. seriously.
0: Let the men figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just the wanna, men have got this one. Just want to dump their heads together. <laughs> ridiculous. A holes being ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, Rourke, I mean, he does have a good idea, but it's not as though Eve wouldn't have figured it out on her own I mean, you know she was probably thinking along those lines anyway
2: mm-hmm.
0: he should have come to her with a hey got this idea let me write it but by you
1: he works so. right
0: he goes to Whitney and says like hey I have an idea Eve will be fine with it I'm sure
1: yeah. like <laughs> think it's just, a great plan
0: yeah basically Louise is having a fundraiser and they're both going to be there. They've already said they were going to be there. They've accepted the invitation, all that kind of thing. So his thing was lure Juliana into going after him and they can set up an op there. He's, he owns the, the building, right? He owns the hotel that's going to be at. So they have unlimited access to set this whole operation up. Convenient catch Juliana Mm -hmm. and you know, all's well that ends well. Right. (laughs) something like that something like Mm -hmm. something like that so but yes they they're you know they leave Whitney's office and she's annoyed with him and they you know they get in the car together and they decide to stop at some park and have this marital dispute (laughs) marital dispute (laughs) i mean
1: really what
0: happens that's basically what happens i mean you know
1: ridiculous
0: i mean yeah and she tells him you went over my head you went behind my back and you had no right to go to my superior and shove your way into this investigation in a way that undermines my authority that negates that authority in front of my team and if anyone had pulled that on you you'd have had their head on a fucking platter and their blood for sauce she's not wrong She's not Just, wrong. She's not wrong. And he does admit that like, he, okay. Yeah. right. That was stupid. Yeah. He says, you're okay. You're right. I should have thought through it and gone to you first.
1: Which I feel like sometimes when work does this, she's probably thinking he doesn't trust her to make the right choices. And right. Right. And I'm sure he doesn't like, he's not necessarily not trusting her to make the right choices. It's just that that's where her feelings probably go. Yeah. Right. You know, like, well, great. Thanks for work. I've only been doing this job for how long? You know? Yeah. Right. I don't need my man to save me. Thank you very much. Right. Like, yeah. you know, by now I'm not into that shit. I just <laughs> gave you for coffee. Come on. Right. right. And sex.
0: And sex. Someone to do the thing with. Yeah, I'm
1: going to do the thing sometimes. <laughs>
0: But she tells him like, you know, they'd had an argument until he got his way, which is, you know, yeah. and and I'm only bringing this up because I love this line by him, you know, until you cleared the bugs out of your head that make you think that I'm stupid enough to let some mad tart do for me. I didn't come down in the last shower of rain, Eve. And she's like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> And it says, he sat back, laughed a little. Jesus, you make me Irish. <laughs> I love that great. Okay. Okay. You know, and then they make up. They yep. do talk it out a little bit. And he realizes that, yes, he did, you know, he did the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. he,
1: he did indeed do the wrong thing. Indeed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she says that she's going to get him back by... Um, generating a memo to the top staff of your midtown offices stating that you wear women's underwear under those manly designer suits. And he says, why, that's just cold. And she says, yeah. And then you'll have to strip down at a general meeting to prove it's a filthy lie. And my vengeance will be complete. (laughs) The
1: stuff that she finds, you know,
0: (laughs) her (laughs) threats are so creative, her her creative threats. Yeah.
1: You're like, where did you come up with that? I know. I know. Yeah. I don't. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah. We're just going to have to um, mark that as a creative threat and talk about her creative threats. Yes. Oh point. my God. Yes. Because we haven't done that yet. No, we haven't. That would be a great one. <laughs> so she's still thinking that she can catch Juliana at a, at a spa at somewhere. Spa. So they manage to find the spa that she is in fact at and they decide to go down there well they decide to just jet off to italy Italy. Italy. that's what you do that's what you do
1: in this i mean yeah
0: yeah so um they go to italy and of course they they just miss her of course And, you know, figure out that what happened was one of the workers, she had told them that her crazy ex-husband was out to get her and that person helped her get away. Not a good day for that person. No, because, and, you know, Eve is just, you know. Livid. Livid, just come all this way. Right. I mean, she literally flew to another country. And there's this whole thing, you know, that at first the manager of this place is, telling Eve, you know, I won't have you browbeating my staff. And then she realizes that Eve is right. This woman had helped Juliana done, And then there's like this big argument in Italian. Hands were flying. Tears were falling. (laughs) Blah, blah. I don't understand anyway. Everyone was
1: speaking Italian. Everyone's
0: speaking Italian. And then Rourke starts speaking Italian. (laughs) Basically in Italian, tells everyone to Shut up. And it says Eve had Eve gaping at him as he too launched into Italian.
2: <laughs>
0: and on the way back, you know, they get back into the, into his uh, jet and they're on the way back and she's tired, of course, because who wouldn't be? Yeah. I mean, she's traveled a lot in the last like three days. She's traveled a lot yeah. and she's been beat up. She's, just, yeah. she's traveling yeah. beat up you know she's not doing any of the things she should be doing you know like resting resting. right exactly yeah just because it's eve right so um so she says to him like how come i didn't know you speak italian Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't at least not fluently enough to handle basic business and employee relations and of course i have a working knowledge of all the more colorful obscenities and sexual come-ons
1: he sounds about right
0: of course he does and eve says everything in italian sounds like a sexual come on or a colorful obscenity say something and he says (laughs) silencio she's like no
1: i I don't know what that is yeah
0: (laughs) say something in the sexual come on division so and i mean i'm they do the thing again yeah the best part about this whole thing is that Juliana came back and she was pissed. Mm-hmm. Oh, so pissed. I'm like, oh, sorry, bitch. Yeah. And she had a little, <laughs> little tantrum in her apartment. And she is going to get them back. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, Juliana. So now Eve Eve's whole focus is on setting up this operation at Rock's Hotel in this during this charity event and also i mean we still kind of have sam and and phoebe there but they're about to leave right so
1: it's kind of like they they're there um but you almost forgot about them because of everything that's been going on right and then
0: eve have that moment too where she like well he's been doing a lot of traveling so yeah uh, i mean you know (laughs)
1: He's like, yeah, stay in my house. I won't be here. Bye.
0: Bye. Yeah. But it's at this point in time where um, Rourke reminds her that it is their anniversary. anniversary. Even though she says she, d- she didn't forget. Nope. Do we believe her? <laughs> I yeah, believe. we probably believe her. Yeah, sure. Why not? I believe her. So he <laughs> takes her to the little hollow room. Where he has set up a whole hologram program that simulates their first their first night as a married couple in Paris, and it's all very very sweet and very romantic.
2: I
1: will say their anniversary is maybe the least interesting thing about this book. <laughs> <laughs> as like that's I so mean, dumb. that's not even like to to be rude. It's just there's so much happening, and yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy for them. This is literally the least interesting thing that has happened so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you wonder why she picked this book. You know, yeah, to do this like with all this other stuff happening. Like, right, seems like you could have done this in another book where we would be more, yeah, into it really? or whatever. But
1: yeah, I think it's sweet. But yeah, it's I mean, it's I don't very know, very sweet. I don't know that it was needed, but, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean you know it, they okay. they give each other presents which are very very, very great creative yep. very great presents and it's you know the the only thing but here's funny part the only thing that I marked in this whole section was um, at a certain point it says a droid that looked remarkably French wheeled in a cart as the elevator opened and I might know it was what does French look like. <laughs> he looked remarkably French. I don't think I could ever look at somebody and go, "Oh my God, that person's French." French. It's you look French. so French. I don't I don't know. Know. maybe know. like a curly mustache, or I don't know, a beret,
1: <laughs> a beret, feather <laughs> I mean, duster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not French. French. He looks remarkably with French. Older. French. Remarkably French. Yeah, not just French.
0: Remarkably French. I mean, you know, I just don't. Like, I don't know what that means. What I have even no mean? idea.
1: But now I'm gonna put some thought into it. You know, you know what I will say? <laughs> you know what I will say? I feel like probably when Nora was writing that, she had a very distinct idea in her head what that means. Right. And didn't think about the fact that no one else is gonna go
2: that way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. She's like. Well, clearly everybody's been to France, so if I say "remarkably French," they're going to know exactly <laughs> know. what I'm talking <laughs> <make> about.
2: <laughs> gonna
1: know. Absolutely, and we're going to forgive
0: her for it. So okay. you know, it's not. It's I'm not. That was just a funny little thing. I it's so you know. funny. Do
1: you yeah. know what I will say about the um, other than the fact that it's all very delightful, is that this book in particular, I think, continues to show. How good at gift giving Eve is? Yes, she's really good at it, and she doesn't. Yeah, you know, like it's just a thing. She's like, I have to fucking do this. Okay, here we go. And it's right. always good and it's always correct because she just knows her people, not just obviously rourke but like all of right. her people so well, and she all knows her people so yeah. well. It's lovely.
0: Yeah, I think this—the painting that she gives him—was another one of my favorite gifts. Of the of the series, because yeah, it it's is. It's a very creative thing. It really is. Yeah. She didn't give him just like some cufflinks, or you know, she he put just, some thought into this. She doesn't says, want us to know, but she's soft. Yeah, she is. We love her. so. And Rourke gives her some earrings from a um, Irish female warrior, you know, sea captain, sea queen right it all makes sense it all makes sense and you know i mean that's just (laughs) she has some earrings to wear for the gala tomorrow and a a saint saint jude uh necklace metal metal. it's a metal metal. medallion Mm -hmm. who is the patron saint of police according to Rourke? and the patron saint of lost causes yes It makes perfect sense. Yes. So the next chapter, we see Eve getting ready for the gala and, you know, wearing this outfit that Leonardo made her, but then she's accessorizing this whole outfit with a bunch of weapons. Like she does. Like Like she she does. does, And then telling Rorke he can't have any. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like she does. (laughs) Like she does. does. (laughs) Yeah. When they're talking about, so she says he can't have one of his own weapons, but she had Tibble issue him a weapon. So yeah, they get to this gala. Louise and, and Charles come up to them, and Louise is trying to get Rourke to drink some, you know, champagne. They both promised each other, even Rourke, they wouldn't they wouldn't eat or eat drink or anything. drink. Yep. Um, but you know, Louise is shoving drinks into their hands and stuff like. That you know but they didn't tell it they also said they weren't going to tell louise right so she doesn't know what's going on neither does charles right. until you know uh louise takes Rourke away and eve is not paying attention to anything charles is saying because she right. she's focused on the operation you know yeah and um charles does say i have a message for you dallas and she's a like, huh what message and he says from maria sanchez i'm to tell you that you're solid and for a cop you're a pretty decent bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah so um they start talking about louise and she says got it bad don't you charles and he says, a terminal case. I've never been happier in my life. Do you know what it is to find someone who accepts you for what you are and is willing to love you anyway? And yes, of course she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that person is standing so far away from her. And Juliana Dunn is heading toward him with a glass of champagne. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, he manages to get close to him. And then Juliana spots her and turns around and runs through the crowd. As she does, she like hands the wine glass to another old dude. And Eve has to kind of like knock it out of his hands and he's pissed. He's
1: like, no, don't drink that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so this. Whole chase scene happens. That yeah. the chase. Well, she's She's also rigged explosives. So it's not just a chase scene. It's no, explosives, it's explosives, happening. and then they jump off the balcony. Yeah, and, and there's a big girl fight. And
1: yeah, clothes being ripped off. Work is like fucking finally. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I wasn't going to drink that, but I was ready for this
0: fight. (laughs) Exactly. Eve manages to get a good punch to Juliana's face and broke her nose. And I mean, just. Oh, yeah. Just a big (laughs) fight.
1: Good times. Yeah. The workers.
0: They're just, yeah, falling, like you said, over the railing and into some. What is it? A glide on the. Two stories down, and you know, McNabb, he's like, Oh, that's gotta hurt. (laughs) (laughs) One one of us has to stop this, and I'd rather it wasn't me. Yeah, and then Rourke jumps over the balcony, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, All right, I need a a bro, fucking (laughs) (laughs) lunatic.
1: McNabb, don't you realize what you're missing?
0: I mean, and, and, you know, people are, they're at, they're in the restaurant now, and people are trying to eat, and they're... It's just very know, rude.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're falling on tables and knocking things over. Can and, you
1: imagine having dinner? <laughs> <That's> beautiful.
0: <laughs> 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 they're spilling wine. And some people who we have read their reviews of other books will be very happy to hear this part, Eve saying... Hold your fire to all of her cops. Hold your goddamn fire. This is my op. This is my collar. That's right. So, all you people Wait, out there that are never wanted the collar, ever. right? That are pissed off. Yeah. She gives the collar to other people. She's finally yeah. taking a collar. Yeah. By force. Literally. Literally. And, you know, she finally takes Juliana down and she tells her, You shouldn't have gone after what's mine. Big mistake. And of course, Juliana's like, "I'll be back, and I'll kill both of you." Julia,
1: yeah, Juliana's just I'll like, "I'll be back." You like, <laughs> like,
0: okay, bitch. Yeah, whatever, bitch. And of course, Eve punches her again and knocks her out cold,
1: <laughs> as you do. As <laughs> Eve
0: and um, he, she, you know, Eve tells Peabody. See that this prisoner gets read her rights, transported to the proper holding facility and given all required medical attention. And Peabody says, you bet, Lieutenant. And says, Eve turned her head inelegantly, spat out blood. What? And Peabody said, I just want to say, you are my God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. And it's at that point that Eve realizes that during this whole fight, uh, Juliana had ripped her shirt. And so one of her breasts has been fully exposed this whole time. And she she says to Rourke, well, holy shit, you could have told me I'm sitting here mostly naked. And Rourke says, when a man stands back and watches two women fight, it's with the cherished hope that clothes will be ripped off along the way.
1: Oh, Rourke's fantasy. Coming oh, through.
0: I know. Right. He got what his way happy
1: day for
0: <laughs> What a <laughs> great it anniversary.
1: Everything. <laughs> oh. Happy anniversary. <laughs>
0: yep. Oh, boy. And then the very last line is that he carried his wounded soldier off the battlefield and considered how annoyed his wife would be when he saw to it she was given a strong enough blocker to knock her out until the morning. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that when we do, we review the reviews, we're going to hear some, that ending was over the top. Oh, totally. Totally. I love it. I I love the nuts, bonkers endings. Yeah, I do too. Or books yeah. that are bonkers in general. They're fun. Yeah, me too. I, They're I, fun. Yeah, yep. I, I love that.
1: 100%.
0: So we already read some people's uh, reactions to this book. Do you have any others that you oh, want to mention? Yeah, got
1: one more. I think Susan posted something while we were recording.
0: Yes. People are like, they're recording. I've got to Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, Susan sorry.
0: Strickland,
1: our friend Susan, uh-huh. said one of my frequent rereads. This is one where we know the who early on, but it doesn't take away from the story. From the contrast with the two Mrs. Pettibones to the heavy stuff in Dallas, it's a great read. So but, yeah. yeah. Other than Dana, that's all we've got.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a fantastic book. Oh yeah. And you oh, know, yeah. clearly everybody loves yeah. it. And as they should it as they should so um <laughs> if we are going to pick our people to give commendations to who are you going to give a commendation to
1: hmm give me a second All right. my brain to- not working at the moment yeah
0: you give yours
1: Tara. okay All All right. Right. Well, I'm, gonna give, I'm yeah i'm going to give mine to peabody um honestly like she's just delightful in this book if Mm-hmm. if she isn't a favorite character up to this point in the series after this book, I think she would become it I think that getting to see her grow is, as an investigator is lovely getting to see her interact with everyone um I don't know I think she just really kicks some ass in this book and it's kind of overshadowed in not a negative way because of where the focus is but it's really important to note how much ass she kicks in this book so, yeah, go Peabody. Peabody. Agreed. Yeah. I'm going to go with Phoebe Peabody for putting the whammy on her. Really? Okay.
0: <laughs> I thought you because, would give accommodation to Louise. Well, her too. They both get one
1: just for existing. Louise always gets. Louise one. always gets.
0: one just for existing. I gave I
1: gave <laughs> Louise my my commendation last book. Okay. So I gotta I gotta go with Phoebe, and you know, a, a secondary one to Louise she's pretty awesome and i this book to but baby put the lambie on work i mean anybody that can do that yeah they deserve i, I, I gotta give him props
0: yeah yeah i think i'm gonna give mine to charles oh. because he really took one for the team he, he did turned. take one for the team <laughs> he absolutely That's did it. and also i want to give one to sam because he's just he was just so great through the whole thing yes, and he he is goes, he made a mistake but he helped eve in the end and you yeah. know yeah.
1: I, I think that and i didn't think about it till this read i definitely see way more sam in peabody than phoebe yeah oh, yeah way more um it but too. i never thought about it till this read and i don't know why but i was like yeah she's a lot like her father
0: yeah it's true mm-hmm. yeah So um, one thing I felt kind of bad about last with our last episode was that Yvonne had sent us this really long email, not really well, long, but it, about yeah. um, why Eve is intimidated by Anna Whitney, Trina, Mira Zabmin. And she's saying Feeney's wife, but I don't. Yeah, know I don't know about know that. About. But um, so I want to read it now because I didn't read it before. Okay. Um, she's saying my theory uh, doing her police job eve is not frightened of those she comes up against does the job investigates the crime interviews the subjects charges them all of this under her control however when it comes to anna whitney and again she's saying feeney's wife eve has no control over them they call the shots with their husbands basically they do as they are told within the confines of their marriages trina's in charge of eve's appearance to a certain extent as she is her hair, face, and body consultant. Eve has no say over this, hates having Trina let loose on her. Mira's admin is protective of her boss, and Eve has no sway over her or in control in trying to get interviews. Basically, I think for what it's worth, it's that lack of control, and Eve is not used to being in that situation. She gives orders and expects them to be carried out without question, and can order people about. However, with Anna Whitney, Feeney's wife, Trina, and mirrors of men, Eve is completely out of her comfort zone and knows it's them who calls the shots. Okay. Yeah. I can see that.
1: Yeah. Even like we said, I'm not sure about Mrs. Feeney, but
0: yeah. Right. The rest of them.
1: Absolutely. And that makes a lot of sense too.
0: Right. We also got another email just today, actually, yeah. from Priyanka. Okay. And I'm going to say Priyanka's in. uk because she's got a uk email okay and she says i became a fan of the in death series when i randomly picked up festive in death with no idea of who jd rob or nora was from the library and have been obsessed ever since just discovered this podcast and it's amazing i'm only at the podcast from november 20 but it means i can binge them like the books just a message of appreciation for the work that goes into the podcast and the insight into things I never thought of. Also, oh, well. How nice. al- also I am with Jen and not being a massive Mavis fan.
1: <laughs> Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I will also agree that the audiobooks add another layer to the books. Awesome. The other thing we have, we had somebody else call the number. Well, the number. Yes. So um, I'm just going to play this call. So you can all hear it, too. Hi, AJ and all. This is Justine Hopper from New York, New York. Uh, this is my first time uh, on the phone with you guys. I just listened to uh, episode 49 of the podcast and loved it. I wanted to mention first that you never mentioned that uh, Franco from Purity and Death. I uh, Eve was intimidated by her, I thought. Also, Bella and uh, Nixie from uh, Survivor and Death also intimidate her, but I think it goes back to when she was a child. Uh, also, I noticed that Mirror's Admin doesn't have a name. I'm wondering if that's symbolic of uh, something coming up. Thanks so much uh, for the podcast. I love it. Take care. Bye so i don't know i mean i i kind of read through that a little bit yeah i that one
1: yeah i that one i was kind of like eh. i think i think eve just laughed she was a bitch more than anything yeah. i don't right. know that she was intimidated by her but But she's not wrong she's yeah. yeah she's not wrong she is a bitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was just like whatever i don't want to deal with you um yeah you know maybe a little intimidated but i don't even i don't know i just i just think she hated her on site and was like i don't want anything to do with you why are you pushing me on this and yeah yeah so okay
0: but i could see where someone would
1: see that yeah for sure
0: um so from the last book review we did of um seduction Mm -hmm. the trivia question was during the op where they caught kevin baxter played a homeless person eve told him that whatever money he was given would have to go to charity which charity was it what which charity was it supposed to go to and this was answered again nobody's surprised by Yvonne and Heidi Yvonne, Yvonne and Heidi of course it was and the uh the answer is the greenpeace fund um
1: y'all the rest of y'all got to start answering these trivia questions Yvonne, Yvonne and Heidi are kicking your
0: ass they like kicking your ass yeah so uh, okay so I'm gonna do something a little bit more unusual with our trivia question this time so uh in this book Rourke gave Eve a pair of earrings like we said for (laughs) the anniversary who owned the earrings originally what was the name of the of the person that owned the earrings originally and it's an and since it's an Irish name I want you to tell me I want you to give me the phonetic pronunciation of that AJ that's
2: that's
0: right that's just mean we're going to learn Irish today. Yep. Give me the phonetic pronunciation of that name. I love it. You just have to listen to Susan Erickson does say it correctly. Okay. Which I was very happy about. Okay. But she is a professional as she pointed out to me.
1: Yes, she did.
0: <laughs> so. So great. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you for all of the comments and the emails and yep for the call we really appreciate it and anybody out there can get a hold of us just like these people did by sending us an email to show at podcast and or you can find us on social media now we're on Facebook. we are on facebook mm-hmm. find our group and join jen has opened up a facebook group so yeah you can find us on there uh and also instagram and twitter like before you can call the number. Uh, the number is two zero five four seven six two seven five three, and that spells out two zero five four Rourke. And uh, you know, I don't think there's anything else. And it is really fucking late. It is late because <laughs> there is so much in that book. But it is really fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to go. So hopefully. Uh, that uh, that review was good for y'all. Yeah. Right. I don't know it was fun saying. for us. So yeah it was fun for us. Even if it is really fucking late. <laughs> we'll live. Yeah. We'll live. We so all right. So that's it, I guess, for Podcast in Death. This is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week. Bye guys.
2: Bye.
0: <laughs> <So. gasps> oh.
2: Yay. That was awesome. You're going to have fun everything now.
0: Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the In-Death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on shudderstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message. At 205 476 2753. That spells out 2054 Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking you.